to the jolt. jolt. This is the jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. I love that track. That is West Coast by Coconut Records, a.k.a. Jason Schwartzman, who's in studio with us. Hello. Hello, and thank you for having me. It's nice to see you. He's got, he's got, he's got a husky voice, so he's, he's down here today. I'm hoarse, but <laughs> in a way, in a way, this is a nice, it's nice because I can talk quietly. Yeah, it's good for the radio. I, I, maybe it is. It's very good for the radio. I really enjoy it. It's really good to see you again. It's nice to see you guys. Really, really good. So, so wonderful. Before, before we talk about why you're here, um, it's been seven years since your last record? Yes. Uh, Crazy. What, what are you waiting on? Um, well, I have a lot of songs that I've been writing, but, um, you know, the way that it, the Coconut Records, that's so, so it's, it's a fun thing. It's supposed to be, always meant to be fun. And, um, and a lot of it has to do with who's around that I can work with at the time. And it sort of like always happened, like I want it to happen always in a kind of natural way. Mm -hmm. And I kind of need a partner to do it with. Um, and I'm just waiting for that partner to walk through the saloon. You know what's really funny? Doors. You know what's really funny? It's taking me a minute to adjust because uh, Jason looks very different than normal because he's just finished filming another project. So his hair's long, he's got this massive mm -hmm. beard. And you look like... Uh, you look like a Phantom Planet guy. Well, can I ask you a question? Is like, you know, it's funny with beards. Maybe I have some kind of beard dysmorphia because I look at it and still think, I wonder what it would be like to have one of those really great big beards that people have. It's pretty big. But see, I don't, like, when you look at the Beach Boys or something and Carl Wilson, those guys are, yeah. you know, the Beatles when they had their huge ones. Yeah. I feel like I don't, I'm not there yet. Um, no, you're there. I really? Mean, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I love, yeah, I'm, I'm from that part of the gay population that loves beards. You want it. I do want it. <laughs> well, I used to have a beard like that. Really? Yeah, but it, it, my husband doesn't like it. Really? It's a little too much for him, so I keep it. I keep myself clipped. But he doesn't mind the goatee. No, but notice how short it is. Yeah. But I used to. I used to wear my hair completely, almost completely shaved with a beard about as big as that. A little bit bigger, actually. So you, can you feel the wind move it? See, I'm not there yet. I don't have that. Let me move a little closer. Let me just get a closer look. <laughs> See, it's really fluffy and soft looking. But I mean, I didn't, it, I didn't break your personal space. It's fine if you do. <laughs> you, it's really you don't have to not break it. But my question, but I mean, when you mean you had the kind that would blow in the wind. Yeah, but I have very really thick, kind of wavy hair. Just like, just like keep growing. So you just keep going. Let it yeah. keep growing downward. You know when it'll grow in the hair if you if you clip the sides. Yeah. So they kind of point. It starts to accentuate it. So it points a little bit. Yeah, turn it into an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> Pointing down yeah. to my knees. To your knees. <laughs> or you could just put on that fake dick and... Go for it. I Go. have it on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all my... Pre I'm, I'm method to the point where I can't... You can't take it off. I can't do it. It's glued into his pubes. I just I don't know how to do press unless I'm in character. <laughs> so we're jumping ahead, but the, the movie... Uh, that that Jason uh, is in. It's so good. I was watching it this morning, and it's 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 actually it's very funny. It's very sweet. It's actually bittersweet. Yeah. To yeah. me, I was watching it, and I cut. I related a little too deeply to it, mm. and I'll, and I'll tell you why in a second. It's called The Overnight, and it, it also stars Taylor Schilling and Adam Scott, 
and uh, and it kind of involves uh, Taylor and Adam, uh, their characters, uh, trying to make friends, mm-hmm. and uh, and so they become friends with uh, with a couple that includes uh, uh, Jason's character, who um, we don't want to we don't want to I mean they paint. They take pictures, and uh, there are other things that they get into that is m- it's more fun to kind of be surprised by. Sure, it. yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. you think? I think so. Yeah. Oh my gosh! When you see it, you'll just go, "What?" Yeah. It's one of those moments. Uh, but there's a moment that we everyone's talking about, so I don't feel yeah. like I'm plot spoiling. Where where Jason and Adam's characters drop trowel, and they're both wearing fake dicks, except. Uh, poor Adam had to wear the little one. Yeah, I mean we're wearing them. Um, uh, they're not. They're supposed to be real in the movie, right? Um, and uh, yeah, well, basically, you know, I've Adam has come over to our house for a pizza party, and the kids go to bed, and it's a little bit of like let's let's hang out, let's see what what happens, and but you don't feel like necessarily anything sexual might happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, at least from my attitude, I as we were making the movie, I just always thought. My character just really wants to be friends with these guys, and part of that's going to include taking off our pants um, and going swimming. And we had to wear these um, prosthetic penises because it's a big part of um, Adam's character is that he has a smaller penis, um, or he's on the smaller side of the spectrum of penises. I always felt like, you know, I in the script, my penis is described as like this Hum, like un- just humongous, and his is described as like the smallest penis. But in real life, I felt like his isn't that small, and mine's not that big. Now, maybe it's just because in my mind, I imagined so much bigger and so much smaller. But the director really made a effort to keep them somewhat like so it didn't get too. It didn't. It didn't like, become jokey. farcical. Like it didn't become farcical. Yeah, it's not supposed to be farcical. So, but that said, um, yeah, we had to wear these prosthetic penises, which I'll tell you is actually. It was incredible because, um, like, I would have been much more nervous if we were making the movie and my character just walking around in a bathing suit. Like, I have so many, like, I just, I'm not in shape to be walking around in a bathing suit, but I am somehow felt totally in shape to be wearing a fake penis and walking around naked. I totally get it. I mean, I, I don't totally, know, I can't I, describe the... I totally get it because the way, I, I'm, I imagine, because the way the singing plays out... Um, I imagine that it almost felt like you were wearing some sort of equivalent to like a jock strap. You wear this thing, it's like made out of some like some kind of a cross between like um you know like those breast cutlets women mm-hmm. can wear to put in their um bras. It's sort of like that material and temperpedic, like somewhere in the middle. <laughs> um so it's like a temperpedic penis. Um and um and um it's a temperpedic. And I just thought of, thought of that just now. That, that, that one's fresh. That was a fresh one. Um, so basically, it's like um, it's as if imagine like almost like a un, like a thicker piece of like underwear or something with this like penis on it and this pubic hair. And then they do they glue it over your um, whole pubic region, um, and then this like lace goes up like underneath you up your butt and then they glue it to the small of your back and it's weird because like you are naked in the back basically in the front i felt like totally like you were covered covered but people treat you as if you're naked Mm -hmm. and it's a very odd thing because like everyone would be on the set 
um, trying to like avert their eyes and like just like making crazy eye contact with me. Like, can I get you a coffee? Do you like just black or cream or sugar? And I was like, everybody, this is not my penis. Touch this if you want. I, it's your penis. As much as it's my penis, it's yours. Just touch it if you want. You can use it to stir the coffee, whatever you want. Um, let's not make this uncomfortable. And I think everyone got used to it, but in the beginning, people, it's as if you are naked. Well, it's jarring, and it's a jarring moment in the movie, sure. actually. Yeah. And and it's funny because it, 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 it I mean, lots is going to, you poor guy, you're going to be talking, if you haven't already been, you're going to be spending a lot of time talking about this, this fake penis. Fine. But the movie itself is, I mean, men are defined so much by that part of their body. And, and, yes. And part of what makes your character really interesting is that he's not preoccupied by that part of his body. No, no. And that's, and you know, guys who, you know, men, some men find their inner confidence by how much they think about yeah. what they look like sure. when they're not naked. And because you, you play this guy who like kind of, I like this guy. Yeah, I'm not really. I, I, in the beginning, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to like him, and then I, I right. ultimately just really. Well, he's a good dad. Yeah, he's a funny guy. I just think he's cool. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I I appreciate you saying that, and people might have mixed feelings, but the thing is, like, you know, I always took it as like, um, and the director really, this guy Patrick Bryce, he's a great guy, and he really like, he was the one that really always drove this home because our movie does have a lot of kind of raunchier moments or like these moments like when we drop our pants where they're designed to get a big laugh hopefully um but really like, the movie is full of these tender sweet moments between these couples and the people in the couples and it is sort of like a cathartic night for everyone involved and you know adam scott's character who has the smaller penis that is an issue that's really it's defined his it's 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 defined his life in a lot of ways, and he, he cannot get over it. And he and his wife, like even in the opening scene, they're having sex, and they're talking about it. And it even though you talk about things openly with your partner, mm-hmm. I think that there's sometimes the more you, you talk about, it, you talk about, it, you talk about it, and then there's this feeling like, well, we've talked about it so much that of course we address it. But the thing is like just talking about it and just having it be out in the open sometimes isn't enough. Like, you have to really keep checking in. And I feel like he has this night where they really kind of have a breakthrough in terms of the penis. And um, the penis breaks through. And um, But I, I do feel that, like, my character is, like, he's there to really, he really likes Adam's character as, like, a friend. And I always took that as, like, this char- my character is not trying to just like, like just like pursue this guy or like it's. I don't want to give too much away, but he thinks Adam and Taylor are great, and he really likes Adam as a person, and that's where I was coming from. Like on the set, it's just like he really likes this guy a lot, and he really wants to be friends with him. And I think like after this movie ends, he's gonna be friends with him, and he's gonna like he's a cool guy. Yeah, I- and I never wanted it to be like anything other than like he met this guy from Seattle. He thinks it's great, and he's sad that, you know, he's he feels bad that Adam has a penis problem, and he wants to help him, and that's always where he was coming from, and I think that like that's like the it's like supposed to be done in a loving way that, it's really about friendship. It's very very much about friendship, and and the reason why I I, I watched and I think a lot of people will watch the overnight, um, and 
have a very strong reaction to it is one of the things that my partner and I, my husband and I, mm-hmm. have been dealing with is um, we talk all the time about friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I because of the kind of work I do and the schedule I have, I don't have a lot of friends in my actual town. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, long distance friends, mm-hmm. and so I'm forever trying to, like a like the boy at the school when you're ten, yeah. trying to make friends. Right. It's very hard to do when you're almost fifty two. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to do when you're thirty. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to do when you're any age past. 15 mm-hmm. and you watch this movie and when you peel away all the stuff that's meant to bring your ass into the seat mm-hmm. of the theater that's what it's about sure. it's about how really cast adrift so many of us feel absolutely i i, I watched this movie and it made me feel that that was the bittersweet part was how do you make friends i mean do you find it i find it really hard yeah i find it really hard a because once people find out what i do for a living mm-hmm. they have a book a record a film or a friend who has a book, a record, or a film. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm being very honest, when you're gay, it's all a matter of whether or not they want to fuck. Huh. And huh. so when these two guys who were straight drop their pants, I'm watching it and I'm thinking, because in the gay world, they would fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it would be not whether or not they would, it would be a ma- whether or not the person with the bigger dick was the top. Right. And so... I'm watching yeah. all of this and I'm reacting with all of that. Right. And I think when people, if people give this movie a shot, yeah. and they really should, yeah. they're going to react the same way because it's, it, you know, yeah, everyone's going to talk about the dick. Everyone's going to talk about the the plot twist with, with the, the, your, your, you know, with yeah. what happens. But it's not about that. No. It's really, really not about that. It's such a sweet movie. The script, when I was reading it, I was like, you know, I always felt that when I was reading it, I was like, this is doing a really lovely job of going in between these, like, moments that are, like, these these bigger type moments we're talking about. And really, ultimately, this this friendship. And um, I often think about that a lot, like making friends, because, you know, well, before this movie even entered my life, Two of our really good friends um, left L.A. and moved to Austin. And I was talking to my wife and I was thinking, like, now what? Like, how do you, you know, you almost have to date as a couple. Like, you date other couples or something. Like, how are you supposed to, because, like, most of, now, I am lucky because in high school, I, I have my best friend, like, one of my best friends is still from high school. But also in high school, I struggled to, like, make really great friends. Um, cause I was just into some weird stuff, like just into weird music or whatever you're into. And two of my be- best friends came one in my late teenage years and then one, um, more like in the, when I was about 27. Um, but the, those friends are there. I don't know if this is why they're your friends or what, but they're there because you've experienced some defining moments with them they were mm-hmm. there not they're not necessarily a part of it but they were in your life when things were happening mm-hmm. so they become part of your you know your like whoever you are but i was thinking like so now like if you move to a new town do you like catch people up on everything that happened to you like do you say so this is who i am in about 45 seconds i have this happened to me this happened to me or do you just let those things happen and 
for better or for worse, hope that new, defining, shocking, traumatic, good or bad things happen to you that bond you with another group of people. Very I think hard. it's the latter. And also, Adam Scott was telling me that he read this article because, you know, when you go to college or you move to a new town, you have a chance to kind of redefine yourself. But he was saying that, like, um, younger the younger generation, because of Facebook, you're always in touch the whole time with all your friends and stuff. So when you move to a new town or new college, it's actually like people aren't taking that moment to to redefine in a moment it's because so it, there's, interesting. it's so interesting because they're sort of like you're always locked to the same group if you're yeah. if, you've, if you've set up a profile or whatever. And that's something I never considered because I didn't get into college and I've always lived in LA. But I've always like at new parts of my life, you always are sort of like you're changing your you're moving through life and um, never had it occurred to me this idea of like Facebook profile all these things that are that are um, in, a, in a way kind of like keeping you you have to be like true to some self that you set up when you were setting up a profile it's a, oh my god! very interesting it's so interesting because I used college to redefine my sure, life because yeah. I was like the lonely sad geek when I was in high school and College was when I I busted out yeah. massive. That's when I yeah. decided the world was mine, and I've only been on Facebook for about six months. Yeah, and it's so interesting to encounter people I knew from high school, people I knew from college, people I knew from my first job. Yeah, people I know now. They all know different incarnations of you, and they're all what I'm experiencing is how they're weaving it all into one thing, or how I'm watching. It you just gave me a massive light bulb moment, Jason. Well, it was I'm and I'm quoting Adam Scott, who stole that from someone else. So well, we're, we're all benefiting we, from it. Ultimately, we got to we got to swim back downstream to, that, to, the, to, the, to the initial source. But so now I, I want to ask you something. I'm talking to Jason Schwartzman here on the Jolt. I'm Larry Flick. The movie is called The Overnight. Um, do you and your wife have to? Are how comfortable are the two of you? with one making a new friend and the other one not necessarily being in a mix. Because I just went through that recently. Sure. And yeah. he hated the new friend I made. Really? So, so that new friend's sort of off limits now. Um, well, I I feel like my wife and I are pretty good about it. I mean, we, in general, um, we're not antisocial, but I would describe us as having like a social, not laziness, but... You know, we like um, New York. It's different. I think it's just it's easier to get out to walk around L.A. And this is why a lot of people who move to L.A. don't like it in the beginning is the effort that it takes to you know. And it sounds like such like really that sounds like hard to get in your car and drive somewhere, but until you're in it and you're doing it, it's it, like it can a be. nightmare. So I'm very like social and up for stuff, but I don't. I I'm very happy. I have my my two daughters, and I'm just. I've always been since I was little, just happy to be at home and hang out. So, um, but in a, my business, <laughs> your business, um, you know, you're meeting people constantly, and um, I, you know, I love everyone. I've, I mean, I've met a lot of people. I don't love everyone, but I've, I've, I've never really like met a lot of people I didn't like that I would go on to become friends with. But you do have to sort of think like, am I really going to be friends with that person or not? As much as I like them, and we're saying, oh, we got to hang out. Um, and I, I try more and more and more to fight my natural urge, which is just to keep it small. 
So I'm reaching out more to people um, and giving opportunities a chance. Um, but I I don't, like, we've never had a thing where she's, like, made friends with someone that I've been like, I think that person's a douche and uh, you should, like, not. I, I just let it happen. Mm. I mean, it doesn't really happen that much. It doesn't happen that much. <clears throat> and I think it's because I'm in a very similar relationship where, and I'm, I think, similar to you in that, I'll say it more more bluntly. I don't like people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of like people enough to do. Uh, you know, ironically, I have a social job, but when I'm done, I'm like, you know, like that flaccid penis after you peel it off, like yeah. just laying on the floor. Yeah. You know, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to be grown. Jason Schwartz. I like that sentence just because I like that flaccid penis. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, an oxymoron to like the end. Like that flaccid penis, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Look for Jason Schwartzman in the movie The Overnight. It opens on Friday. It is such a great movie. It is really, believe it or not, laugh out loud funny, but as as hopefully you're getting from this conversation, there's, there's there are layers and yeah. some really lovely moments. Sweet but not sentimental. I think so too. Yeah, really fun. By the way, we shot this thing in ten nights. Wow! And uh, twelve days total. And really, it really brings, I think, a time differently now. I'm like, oh, really? You can't do this thing, twelve nights. And we just fuck. We made a movie in twelve. You know, like it's amazing what you can do these days with these small crews and stuff. That's amazing. Look at that. Look at these guys walking around outside. They're pacing. They're giving me the signal. With their coffees. They're like, stop fucking talking already. (laughs) What if he was drinking champagne out of that coffee cup? If Spencer, it could be. (laughs) It could be Muscatel. Uh, So come back and see us again. I shall. Thank you so much. Please, please, please. You guys are the best. And uh, so see the overnight. And you know what? Get some coconut records in your life. This is called Microphone. All right.